Thank you for tuning into Nonsense Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan, and my actual brother, Mikey, and uh, got some fun stuff to talk about today. Got some fun stuff to talk about today. The mask is coming off. The apocalypse is over. And like my homie Big Dave said, that technically means we are now living in a post-apocalyptic world. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah, look at that. I'm a little depressed, though, because once again, there's no leather pants. There's no spikes. There's no shoulder pads. There's no mohawks. But But I told you. That's the next one. But you know what happened? Juan, right? Think about this, Juan, right? Let's say, like, for example, somebody puts a post up, right? And everybody be thinking the same shit, but nobody want to comment. If one person comments, then everybody else starts following comments. And so I told Nick, listen, somebody got to be the trendsetter. Go ahead. Walk into work with your with your chains, you know, with the X, with the spikes, and, and your leather pants. and Assless chaps. That's it. Somebody got to start it, bro. Put a grill in the front of the Jeep, you know, with spikes and shit. Yeah. It's the same thing with Trump, right? He came out there. He was mad racist, doing all his racist shit. All the racist people came out the woodwork. <laughs> hey, Damn, I'm rolling with that way. dude. Don't go that way. Shit. I, I was just comparison. Yeah, I mean, that's not... I thought we were trying to be lighthearted today. Just, damn. Nah, it was just I, comparison. Oh, damn, my bad. Yeah, somebody... Look at that. Look at that. The, the government cut his mic. They shut him down. We lost him. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, cut his mic. Cut his mic. Oh, it's not. There we go. And it says on my ass right now. Uh-oh. Mike, Mikey, doesn't, just think, Mikey doesn't really believe that it's it, it's over yet Mike, he's not he's not going to consider it over until uh what, what you said Mike? pandemic until june because costco is going to start giving out free samples again in june supposedly and that's when, when costco yeah when costco and bj start doing their free sample saturdays then this is all over i i like it i really do i really do like it mikey though your thought process on that is spot on because it makes a hundred percent sense I mean, that's why they stopped doing it. So, I I agree with you. I'm not even following the government. I'm just going to follow Costco. When I walk in (laughs) and there's free samples, that's it. Forget the government. Yeah, forget forget the government. Forget Fauci. Forget the CDC. You out of here. Don't follow the science. Follow Costco. Just stick your head in. Look inside. No free samples yet. Keep your mask on. This ain't over. (laughs) <laughs> that's so what I'm going with. I got my, my first my first uh my first zombie shot and um let me tell you they said the what first one was, I got uh, I think Pfizer. Uh, yeah, Pfizer. I was gonna say don't say no names because then they're gonna hit us with the little ticker on the bottom if we add this on, on, on Instagram, you know the little the little oh, follow yeah. the link you can't right, we'll, I'll bleep it, I'll bleep it for the, the IG. P post. one, you got the P or the M. Got the P, the, P, got the, the M, P. or the J. Yeah, you the P. Call the P. Chop, we be good. We don't get that little shit on the bottom. All right, All right. I'll, 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 I'll chop it up and I'll edit it. I'll put. It. I got the. P. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it with the SpongeBob. <laughs> but yeah, man, the, they, the they, dolphins. They, yeah, the dolphins. Everyone, everyone said that the that the first one wasn't gonna be bad, right? And technically, it wasn't, but it did lead to some complications because. I what? couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. First of all, I, I didn't chill with Samson, right? So that kind of threw me off. So when I was done editing the podcast, it was like one o'clock in the morning, but I wasn't chilling with Samson, so I really wasn't tired to begin with. So I, I was like kind of laying there trying to sleep, but then I couldn't sleep like I normally sleep because my arm was killing me. And I I was up all night, and then the last time I looked at my clock, it was like 4.11. And then I ended up falling asleep. The next thing I know, my alarm clock's going off at 6.45. And I'm like, shit, yo. So I keep hitting the snooze, keep hitting the snooze. Finally, like at 745, I'm like, yo, I got I to gotta get up and go to work. And I realistically, I should have known better. I should have stayed home and just slept it off. Because if I, if less than five hours, bro, I'm, my body does all kinds of wacky shit. But I'm like, nah, yo, I'm going to go to work with three fucking hours. And, you know, it is what it is. And boy, was that day something else, man. Like, you I was, may turn out. I, I did. I, I, I don't know how, but it, it was it was a rough day, man. I was... I, I I thought I had a blood clot on my leg. I thought I was having a heart attack. Like my body was twitching. Like I couldn't control movements in my body and shit. And Mikey was like, "Oh, that's it. I'm not getting that shit. I'm not getting it." <laughs> that's I've seen enough. 
But I kept telling him, like, yo, it just, it, I think it's because of the lack of sleep. And, yo, no joke. When I came home that day from work, yo, I took a shower. I laid in bed, and I slept from the minute I got out that shower to the next day. But that night, though, I, I did get wake up and, you know, covered in sweat a few times. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not looking forward. I don't think it has anything to do with the shot. That's bro, just me. Listen. <laughs> first of all, we're going to go back to this nine-hour day. He said he don't know how he did it. I'm going to say how he did it. We all know how he did it. It was that plot activity. But that's the end of that. Second of all, I know three people very close to me, right, that had some adverse shit happen. And they all had a different excuse. To me, I'm good. One person was like, nah, because I got shingles. That's why the other person was like, oh, my body just don't do good with these types of things. And then he told him about he ain't sleep. I said, nah, mm I saw three people, three people. Nah, you just all giving me excuses right now. I'm good. Mm-mm. Yeah, not me. The truth, of, the truth of the matter is, like, I'm not against it. But it's just that, like, there's a reason why these studies take a while before they come to light and become actual, you know, medicines and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll have her to talk about wife, and she's like, whoa, they had so many people that that were, you know, coming forward for the testing and this and that. I'm like, and she's like, and our, our technology is so much more advanced now. I said, like, yeah, but our technology from 2019 to 2020 didn't jump 40 years where we were able to skip processes. You know what I mean? Like, because that shit from 2019 that's still in the process of being approved by the FDA. You know what I mean? So it's like, this thing was like sped up through. I think and at the end of the day, like there's no substitution for time. You know, we're still learning today about stuff that's going on with, with COVID, you know, like stuff, how it reacted yeah, to people, yeah. you know? And so we don't, we, we don't know, Sway. We don't know. <laughs> you know, though, like, like all jokes aside though, I've gotten to a point in my life within the past, I don't know, I say five, six years, where honestly, I, I don't even take like Advil or Tylenol. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't take any kind of, of medicines, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, if I if I got like a cough or something, I'll drink a, a hot tea, you know, maybe put some lemon, you know, maybe have some oranges for some boost of vitamin C. I just, I don't even want to take an Advil no more. So, you know, I mean, that's just my take. I, I, I crack jokes about the whole thing and how, you know, I don't want it this, that, and the other, but that's just how I've been lately. I just, I'm not into this, uh, you know, new, new modern medicine. Yeah, medication for everything. Yeah, like I'm just, you know what I mean? Because that's kind of how we were, we were brought up. You know, with mom being a nurse, she had a pill for every ailment. And just as I got older, I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be like that. You know, I don't want to, you know, be popping pills, you know, for ailments. You know, like I, I'm obviously vitamins, minerals and stuff like that, but. You give me something that somebody made inside a laboratory that's supposed to kill something inside of me. It's like, nah, my body was already built to kind of do it on its own. Like, let let my body do what it do. In theory. So, yeah. I mean, that's just my that's my thought process behind it. You know, See, my thing that confuses me, right? Like, I mean, I, I guess this this is, the, this is the world we live in, right? But like, people are like, like shitting on people that get the, that get the vaccine. Yeah. And then people that don't get the vaccine are being shitted on by people that got the vaccine. Like, like, but at the end of the day, like, I was another, another thing I'll have to talk to my wife and I was trying to understand is that I don't understand how the vaccine, quote unquote, saves lives. Okay. Because I know people that got the shot and got the vaccine and still got COVID. And I know people that got the vaccine, still got COVID and passed it on to their kid and wife. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. all the shit that is still happening. So like, how is you like, and then they're like, oh, well, when you get the shot, you, 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 if you get COVID, the symptoms are less. And okay, I agree hundred percent because I one homie at work got COVID and he felt nothing because he had the vaccine. So I understand that. But how does that prevent shit? You know what I mean? Because I'm still able to get it. And I'm still able to transmit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't understand how it, it, it's, you know, it's more of a, I think what it is is, it's like more of just a protection for everybody to the level that you it's like a flu level like it knocks it down to maybe like a flu where you get the flu you get it and you can keep going because like the flu is here the and the flu does kill people in other countries but yeah. because we have a vaccine it kills people here too i'm sure i, I don't quote me. Don't <laughs> no, it, it, it does. Put it out there. And that's you with the fact checkers. 
Yeah. But that's why that's why I take the stand of like, you know what, to each their own, man. It's like it's a numbers game. You know, it's it's all like eighty percent, ninety percent, better chances, less better chances. And that's why I just you know what, if you wanna get it, get it. You know, I'm not gonna get it, I don't wanna get it. But if, if someone, you know, that I know and love says, Listen, I wanna go get it, I feel more comfortable, all right, then go ahead and get it. Like if you feel if that, that gives you a level of comfort, then go ahead and do it. Yeah, I, I'm terrified about this second shot, yo. Like I'm so scared. See, I think because I think of how that's I acted, what, how I reacted to the first shot is like I think that was and I think that was I think your reaction for the first shot wasn't from the shot. I think that was all you. Yeah, no, it's probably lack of sleep, you know probably some mental. You know, get worked I'm gonna tell up you right now, if you burning, if you chilling with Samson and then you just stop chilling with Samson, you don't sleep. Yeah, I, you I don't sleep. You know what? I, I know that. Yeah. Don't sleep. I mean, because Samson since that day, and I, I've had some very rough nights going to yeah. sleep. Like one night I don't, don't, I don't sleep, and the next night I'm so tired from not sleeping the night before that that's when I sleep, and then I get a night of not sleeping, and then the night, yeah. So it definitely that definitely makes a difference. That I think a misconception sense. though about that P shot is that it was it was just like came out of nowhere and it was rushed in. That one had been already in the works for like three to five years. Oh, for real? They had already been working on that one. Mm. The other ones is the ones that was rushed, from my knowledge. But that yeah. one, and I heard that from somebody who's in the medical field. Yeah, no, I could believe that. That that They had already been working on that, and then they just got granted the speed-up of it. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And the, it's not really even the speed-up of it. It was more or less the passage of, of being able to administer it yeah. without having to do all of the testing you know what it is though i I think like um remember there was there was the sars the mars like all those different ones and now we have covid but they're all the same thing if i remember correctly they're all that that coronavirus uh what the hell was it yeah Yeah, the coronavirus like that the actual like main culprit is the same they just have some variations so they're named differently so that could make sense you know that pfizer they were probably working on that from the first instance of the actual coronavirus you know the actual virus before people started and naming them a lot of those people or, Mars or covid a lot of those germ <laughs> scientists and all that they knew something was coming like a lot of I, there was a lot of shows out before this hit about something that was coming because yeah. after x amount of years how things mutate and to to be able to, to invade yeah that, that's nothing too man like like i <laughs> I'm at the point where, like, like I said yesterday in the chat, man, it's like, I, I'm just going to stick to my, my theories. It's an alien spore virus. <laughs> it's in us all, just like in The Walking Dead, you know. You know. Not for <laughs> nothing, though. Like, <laughs> but, like, all seriousness. Like, I know you, you about to do some silly shit, but all seriousness, right? And this, no, no, no. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was it. That was it. Okay. I'm not going to get into that whole thing. This, you, yesterday, I, I, I talked about it yesterday. Mike's like, yo, I heard this before we even had COVID about how we all got it. It's all that you know, talking about, oh, I ever tell you about how, how the, the thing started and, and walking. Like, yeah, bro, you told me like 10 times already, bro. Like, it's the alien's born. And here's my, my complaint. And I had this conversation with a coworker uh, maybe yesterday or the day before when we were, when we were discussing the shot with Nick. Um, and my thing is, is like, all right, I get it about how this is supposed to combat the virus, right? But it's not the only way. You know, there's ways to naturally boost your immune system. And that's where my complaint comes, right? Like, let's say if I go to the doctor and I say, listen, uh, I want to check X, Y, Z. He's going to offer it to me, right? He's going to say, oh, you want to take the shot? I'm going to say, no, I'm good. I don't want to take it. His answer is going to be, well, without it, you know, your chances of getting COVID are probably going to be higher. But if you don't want it, you don't want it. And that's going to be the end of it. When the answer should be, all right, well, listen, if you don't want to do this, here's a list of things you can do to naturally boost your immune system. Here's a couple of supplements you can take to naturally boost your immune system. Give yourself the best fighting chance, being you don't want to have the vaccine. And that's where my complaint is. That's a conversation that's not being talked about. If they knew for five years or more that something was coming down the pipeline, why were there not a stronger push for health? Why was, you know, why they still allow certain things to go the way they go? That's, you know what I'm saying? Easy. that's an easy answer. That's the answer is the answer is because of money. <laughs> yeah. You know, the field don't want healthy individuals walking around. They want to pill for every problem. Well, if we're healthy, they can't they can't stuff exactly. shit down our throats. You know what I mean? And that and that's where 
my biggest gripe is. It's like, all right, you know what? I get it. Like I said, you know, previously to each their own. If that gives you comfort and you want to go get it, then go get it. But if I say I don't want it now, if and that's the other thing, like I need to search. I have to physically search on my own to see different ways to boost my immunity, different supplements I can take to boost my immunity. I have to search all this. But you turn on the radio, every other song, you got a commercial for that damn thing. You know what I mean? And that's where my thing is. It's like, all right, I, I get it. But, like, they got to be, you know, there's other ways. And they need to promote the other ways as well for people who, like, nah, I'd rather not put that in my body. What else can I do? You know, don't tell me, well, there's nothing else you can do. It's either this or nothing. No, that's, that's not the answer. Our bodies are built to fight off on their own. That's, that's how it's made. As We have our own immune system. If we didn't, we'd all be dead already. It, so there's it, it's to a point though it's to a point that's the whole thing like if that was the case the caveman would still be running around they are yeah i'm right here no we had to evolve <laughs> oh yeah evolve. yeah but yeah, that's what i'm saying evolve. though we can't evolve if we don't give our bodies the chance to evolve but you have to take that you're not gonna hit. become it's like lifting weights it's like lifting weights. If your body doesn't know how heavy that is, you ain't never gonna be able to lift it. So you got it. You have to try and lift it first, and then the same you can still, do it. Right? If you lifting weights, is every time you go to lift, your spotter there grabbing the bar, pulling it up for you. Are you gonna grow? So where con? do you get the spotter from? I don't the understand it. The shot is your spotter. So instead of your body fighting it on its own, the shot's going in you to fight it for you. Well, to help the, you fight it, not fight it. to help you fight it. And when you lift in the spotters yeah. to help lift it, but I, if the spotters doing the work, yeah. you're not the same. Like the same way that you lift a heavy weight yeah. to help your body know how much a heavy weight is. Like that's why. Well, if the spotter helps you, I mean, you're still gonna grow, just not as fast. It's gonna take longer. But it's the same thing that I said. This is different. There's no. It's not the opposite of what I said. But my you know point is, there's other other ways to do it, and they're not talking about the other ways. And that's where what my other problem. ways, though. You know, even if even if they did, though, they they it wouldn't even make a difference because then they flip flop a year from that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're right. Because that's how they get down. I mean, I think Bert, a big problem was that all the flip flopping of the CDC's instructions bro, throughout they still, this whole thing. They still and I think if, if they didn't flip flop so much, yeah. there wouldn't be such a big debate on it. But yo, they still flip flopping now. Nah, right? I'm saying, I, they, I it's, a, it's no, nobody listening to them no more now because it, it's like now, they, they like fake now, news. Now, now all of a sudden, now everyone's worried about it was made in China. It was this. It was that. It's like, yeah. yo, where were y'all last year? Like you told us for a whole year that that was all bullshit, not to listen to it. It's the president being racist. Now all of a sudden, it's like newsflash. Bro, it's like, yo, what? Now you want me to? Now I'm supposed to see him be like, oh damn. It's a man-made disease. You just told us for a year that that was bullshit. Now, all of a sudden, new evidence suggests, no, no, come on, man. The shit's <laughs> over. The apocalypse is done. Stop with the bullshit, yo. Like, the aliens are coming. You can't stop it. You can get us, you know, it's, it's, stop it. Stop it. Elon's blowing shit into the sky. Like, like come on. <laughs> come on. That's because Let me ask you this question, Nick. So why did you get the shot? Because my daughter got, my Gianna wanted to get it. And I was like, if she's going to get it, I'll take her to get it. And I'll get it with her. I didn't, I, to be honest, if I if it wasn't that I had, was taking Gianna to get it, I would have never got it. And, and now that's another thing that, that like that's crazy. They're like, oh, it's fine for the kids. It's fine for the kids. 18 kids in Connecticut got their second shot and got heart problems now. And they're like, oh, let's see what's going on. You think? You you think? You think something we should look into? I mean, into? but that's, that's <laughs> going to be, you know, that... I mean, I, I I get it, I get it, but that's gonna be with everything. That's yeah, no, be I, with I understand. Everything. Man. I, no, I, I understand so I mean, that, if anybody wants to pull any kind of well, my argument thing is too, on that, it, there's that, always gonna be that's always gonna be a, an avenue for an argument, always because yeah, no, I, not everybody's made the same. Yeah, no, who, I, I, who I, else I, knows I, what these kids was doing? I, they might have been vaping too. It, it could, it you could know have been. Saying? It, it, it's all in one area, so it could have been that the one person doing it maybe went to the bathroom, didn't wash his hands. That's why. So there's a there's a lot of shit yeah. play. But it's my too much but, stuff. But my thing is, is like like if you if I get COVID right and I go outside and I get hit by a bus, he died of COVID. 
Within 30 <laughs> days, right? If, right? If somebody dies that has COVID, within 30 days, it's from COVID. But I can get a shot today, and then tomorrow I have complications. Like, oh, it's not with the shot. What? <laughs> if I die within 30 days of having COVID, I died from COVID. But if I get a shot and get sick the next day, it's not from the shot? Come on, man. Like, yeah. just be honest. Like, look, we don't know what it's going to do. It might help. It might not. It might get you sick. It might not. Just, but that's the thing. Like, don't nobody want to be honest. Every, everything that's is what I'm saying. It's, it's a numbers game, man. It's, it's like, there really shouldn't be a push either way. It should be like, listen, we have If you want to get it, get it. If you don't, it don't. can help you. Yeah. If you want to get it, come get it. You know what I mean? Like, it, this really should not like be a push either shot. way. Because there's no right or wrong answer. You know, getting it's not 100% right. Not getting it isn't 100% right either. So we, you know what I mean? We're all right in our own beings, but it's like, but there's a strong push for one of the, you know, one of the avenues. If we were all right in our own beings, this wouldn't be a conversation. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, that's the whole point. Because everybody would respect anybody's answer, it wouldn't be in a conversation. But well, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Everybody should respect everybody's answer. That's what I'm saying. We all have our, you know, like there's no 100% either way. If one way was 100%, 100%, then all right, that's the right answer. But there's no way that's 100%. But, and, and, and there's no guarantee. Way, and and because of the world we live in, there's no right answer. But everybody feels their answer is the right answer. So everyone shits on the other person that, that doesn't agree with their answer. And I, and I agree. That's it, what I was good at. Yeah. And, and you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I, like, it's, like, realistically, it's common sense. There's going to be side effects. Some people are going to get sick. Some people are not. Some people are going to die. Some people are not. It's common damn sense you know what i mean like yeah. there's no way around it you know it's, it's, that it's common it's sense ain't so common no more yeah you're I right i don't think it ever was bro. i don't think it ever was <laughs> bro i'm reading a book about um seneca who was a, a philosopher like back during the times like I, I think he was actually alive about the same time jesus was and bro you read the it's, it's called um letters of a stoic and it's basically him writing letters to a friend of his I don't know if the whole book is one person or not, but the first, like, five letters are all the same person. Bro, it looked like somebody that, that wrote it, like, right now. Like, none of it seems, like, foreign to me. Like, all the issues he's talking about is, like, it's the same shit we're dealing with now. And this is over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, it's just... I think it just repeats itself. Yeah. That's, that's loop. thinking about a lot lately, too, man. It's like... Like, all these years, how come, like, we never get, like, a step up? Like, we never get, like, a little bit, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy. Yeah, we make advances, but then it's like, we, we just... We really don't. Yeah, yeah, we really don't. We just keep I think our, because for every good you have, you have bad. Like, people can't be of the same accord on things for too long. There's always has to be that one person that has to deviate, go the other way. Because they feel like they're being controlled or... Who made you the leader, you know, something along those natures. Yeah, me and my homie at work just talking be- about that. Like, about how, like, yeah. people just, like, like it's, it's like you said, about people, like, feeling like they're being controlled. It's like, like, we're talking about the whole mask situation, right? About people that are not wearing masks. It's like, I could see if, like, you had, like, a legitimate argument because of medical issues or whatever the case was, not wearing the mask. But it's like, people just don't want to wear the mask because they don't want to be controlled and they don't want to have to wear You know, that's that's the, that's, the, that's the whole thing of it. Oh, it's stupid. I don't want the government. But, like, when you go to the beach, you can't go into a bar without shoes and a shirt. And we're okay with that. You know what I mean? Because it's not the government. It's the restaurant telling us. Like, we're fine with that. You know what I mean? It's like, it just... I don't know, man. The more I, I just look at stuff, man, it's like it's just crazy to me. Like the way that—that's why I said I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick to my uh, my my crazy ass conspiracy theories because at least those are fun fiction, bro. Like at least they're fun to talk about, they're fun to think about, and that's yeah. It. They I'm come not, out as true. You be like, ah, told you. <laughs> and and you know what? It's like it's crazy till it's not. I say it all the time. It's only crazy. It's like yesterday, man. I don't know if you saw the group chat yesterday, Juan, when I started throwing up those those uh, screenshots I was taking about this whole thing made in the lab now. I was just doing that shit to get Joey round. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I was kind of, I was at work working. Yeah, nah, we were working to figure out what's wrong with my life. Figure out what? was wrong with my life and <laughs> what I did wrong. <laughs> Me and you were having the same position. We were having the same decision at the same time. Cause while that whole thing was going on, I was I was fighting with a Sienna. At, I was, yeah, I was not happy, yo. What was uh, it? Just some struts. But it was on a Sienna. 
And every time something went wrong, nigga act like it was the end of the world. And I wasn't, I'm not even talking about like he was fighting with it for 10, 15 minutes. It'd be like he gonna take something off. Oh, this son of a god. I'm like, bro, just get a snag. Like, take a second and just think for a minute. Like, why you getting so hot? I'm gonna start calling him Sonny. But his Sonny disposition. I know why. I know why. I know why. I'm gonna tell you right now why. Tell me why. The motherfucking Saturday. Excuse my language. And I gotta put this goddamn strut on this old ass car. And it's not gonna be done before it's time. This is a job to do during the week where I can start the day and finish it tomorrow. <laughs> now, That's all I gotta say. Th- th- for me, it, 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 like in my head, it was <laughs> Mikey laughing because he know all right. To me, it's just, you know, look, it was supposed to be a day now, man. It was supposed to be a quick and easy job, in and out, party over, not a problem. And it was not. And that's why I was getting so mad. Because it wasn't it, it wasn't easy peasy, lemon squeezy, in and out. It was uh, lemon zesty, extra stressy. Stress, stressy zesty. <laughs> stressy, messy, lemon zesty is what it was. <laughs> extra stressy. But every, every step he came across, though, every step he came across, before he even started doing it, he's like, oh, this shit ain't going to work. I'm like, bro, you ain't even tried yet. Like, you getting all upset over it. And you ain't even tried yet. But yet, everything he said that wasn't going to work, I beg you, set that car up. I go over, boom, bam. All right, bro, you're done. Go ahead, move on to the next step. And then I start doing my auctions out here. Oh, this shit ain't going to work again. Jesus Christ, let me go do this for you now. I take it out, bro. Look, came out easy, well bro. Done, you good. Nick. Well done. Yo, that actually. Huck you talking about he Huck Finn me? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you nah, may have got hustled a little, I, Mike. <laughs> Every time he helped me, he got mad, so I sat there quietly, right, for a minute, fighting with the other link to the point where by the time he came over to help me, there was nothing he could do. He was like, you got to cut it. You got to cut it. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, because every time he came to help, he gave me some shit, so I'm like, I'm just going to see it quietly and suffer quietly. And I sat there, and I'm like, God damn it. God damn with it. With those sway bar end links? Because I didn't, want to, I didn't want Mikey to come back over, so I sat there, and I suffered quietly, and then I finally, I was like, I'm out of options. You got any ideas? He looked in there. He said, oh, there ain't nothing there, bro. <laughs> I can't grab nothing. You need to cut that bitch. <laughs> you know, cause what you put out is what you get back, man. And you you pulling out too much negativity, man. And that's why you kept getting negativity back. You got to try to try to breathe through it, bro. You got to breathe through it. Take some nice deep breaths. Talk to yourself a little bit, you know. Oh, he was talking to himself, right? He was talking to everybody. In the <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was trying to put the snap ring on, and that shit snapped on my finger, yo. And I screamed so fucking loud. My service manager came running, legit running from the front. They heard me in the in the in the office with the writers. You see how dramatic he being? Yo, that shit. Look! Look at! Look at my finger, yo! This shit busted my shit. My, it my wasn't finger that finger, bro. Why are you giving me the finger? It was. It, it, finger. My, my finger looked like looked like a ruffled potato chip. Now it got waves in it and shit, yo. Stop. That shit hurt, yo. And that shit made my butt go like this. <laughs> <laughs> how to go? How to go? <laughs> she went negative. <laughs> uh, yeah, just like. I like when you took that cold shower, huh? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to connect. This definitely can't. I'm gonna have to work this shit out. That's your good, man. That's your good. That's got a good little skit right there. That's a little. little yeah. You don't want people right to play funny disposition there, Sonny boy. He just <laughs> like bro, the two of them. Yeah, Sonny and and Nick gonna be Sonny Junior. Oh, we we going into our next topic, yo. I'm I'm deleting all that shit. You're deleting shit, Sonny. <laughs> Hold on, let me get some of that recording, yo. Send it to my Let's talk. Let's talk about that new DMX. What, what you guys think about that new DMX album, man? What, 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 what's your uh, intake on that? I liked it, man. I liked it. It was hot. The only thing that that hit me was he, hearing the end of it. It kind it kind of felt like he knew his end was coming. I, I, I like the album, man. But like, and I definitely got what you're talking about, Mikey, about how if he kind of sensed what was coming on. But like my homie Mark at work said, he's like, "Well, didn't he have like a like a troubled past? Was he into drugs?" I said, "Yeah, but I mean, it seems like eerily like he knew like it was, it was like you know a few days from now it was gonna be a rap for him. You know what I mean? Like it, 
And the only thing I didn't like about the album, be, be, that, that one song, Bath Sauce, that I hated at first, it is starting to grow on me, but I still I feel think like... Song is dope. Huh? I think that song is dope. I like that song. Yeah. I, I definitely like it lyrically. I, lyrically, they, they, say, they definitely saying some slick shit. Like that one line where Nas talks about even I worked at Popeye's, I still be fly. I was like, oh, it's, but they, I, I just, that song makes me feel like I'm, I'm sleeping and I'm in a dream and my alarm's going off and I'm just like ignoring it. That's what it feels like with that alarm that me, me that alarm going off in the song. Like that's that, that's supposed the, to like be like intensity, like like almost not like an alarm to wake you up, but like an alarm, like something going down. I, I guess, baby. My, own, my my biggest problem with that whole album though is the is the prayer. I think the prayer that they yeah. use the the audio quality of it was just I mean, this really crappy. Well, you, you, that you was know. from a live concert for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, like I was talking though, like I've listened to live albums before, and you can hear the performer crisp, and you could hear the people in the audience pretty crisp. That almost sounded like like somebody was at the concert, recorded it with an iPhone, and sent it to his people. Like it didn't sound like that was recorded. Like the show. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure they were looking for a crisp prayer. There's plenty of them for him in all in the movies. He like in Belly, like there was plenty of prayers that he said. Even that um, I would have liked was the that Instagram. Prayer. Yeah, when he's he, on when, Instagram, right? When, during the apocalypse, when the apocalypse first started, he did that. Yeah, that one even prayer, on yeah. there, that that prayer. So I think it was. I think that's how they were trying to re- deliver it. I think that was part of the, the project. I like the album. I have to hear it another probably eight to ten times to really to re- like. I feel like I'm missing something every time I listen to it. Like um, you picking the, new every time? Yeah, I don't know how. I have really mixed feelings on the the song with Weezy. And yeah, the Bono me too. Song. The Weezy song I have mixed feelings. I like about. a lot. I like the Bono song. I don't. I don't know. Like I don't like. It's not that I don't like the song. I feel like it might not have a place on the album for me. Like if the album's a little too it, jumpy, it definitely the the you know what though not for nothing like the the whole the album is very like somebody had put on on my IG when I had asked what people thought about the album. They said they put something like that. that, that it, it's a it's a bunch of different emotions. Like it's not like a DMX album. You hear a DMX album. Maybe you that's rock why it song. starts with bath salts. You know. Well, the first one I think is the lock song. The lock song is the first one. Basketball yeah, but I'm song. like, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, but that, that's what somebody it's said. Somebody said that, that it's, it's a lot of different emotions on that, and I I get that because it is you. The first few tracks like you, like real gritty. You know that one song, man. That money, money, money. That beat is hard, yo. That was the one that was supposed to have pop smoke on it. That beat yeah. is crazy. I think his verse would have been crazy. I wish I could have heard it. Yeah, that that beat was crazy, and then the one uh. Hood, uh, hood blues with the Griselda yeah, boys. That's Griselda. another one that's hard. You know what I mean? But then you go like to the skyscraper with the Bono, and that's when the mood kind of starts to change. You get the Alicia Keys one. You know the the, the yeah, hold walking me down. in the rain. The, you know walking the, in the rain. That was pretty. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that one. I, I like that one a lot. I knew that one was gonna be good when I saw who was he, on it. Yeah, when we saw the name, the list of songs, Mikey, Mikey was like, "That's gonna be the best song in the album right there." Yeah, and and it had Nas in it. So yeah, his son, his son was on it. That was cute as hell hearing his son at the end singing the hook yeah. and then the skit with his son after it. Actually, that was rough to listen to, man. It, that definitely hit me in the feels, yo. It had definitely yeah. hit me in the feels, yo. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, I was smiling though. hard when I heard that one. You know, the, the one thing I just I noticed and I just went to double check to make sure is like he ain't do not one song by himself. Yeah, nah. He, Every song got a feature in it. Remember back in the day, that's how it was. Remember, like it, it went to hip hop went to a point where every album had to have like a million features on it. You remember, like growing up at first, everybody had like oh, he was solo, in that era too. Solo albums were yeah. all sold like just the artists, and then it, it got to a point where no artist did like a solo album. Everybody had features and stuff. And yeah, you're right, he was around during that era. Yeah, but I don't remember his old his old albums. He, he I don't remember him. Yeah, having no, that I, many. I mean, I can't think off the top of my head, but I, even his his very first album, I don't remember him having features. He had different. No, I, I don't think. I mean, he, he had, had the, the Rough Rider crew with once him. Once he got you know, to the, the Rough Riders, was so maybe that was in that transition from the solo into the into the features. 
Yes, but he like, never. I mean, that was still like, early rap. We got uh, it's dark and hell is hot. He only got one one feature on the whole two features on the whole album. Yeah, but I think with, but the thing is, I think with this album, it was him coming trying to get back because I it, it, on the Apple you could read about uh, like they 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 give you like a like a little bit of info about the the, the albums and stuff. And this yeah. one was really well written, like what it went into. And I think that's the thing, like he wanted to try to get back into being, you know, X again. And by him doing that, he was, I guess, trying to connect with the community, trying to, because I mean, even with anything, like with gaming and stuff like that, like, you know, any, any kind of community you want to be a part of, you got to include the community to be a part of the community. You know what I mean? So for him, it was trying to probably his way of getting back into it by like, you know, linking up with all these cats to do these music together to kind of, you know, immerse himself back into the the culture of it, you know? Yeah. What better way yeah. to do it yeah. than to be in the studio with, with cats or whatever, be working with people, you know? And that's how you get back into the flow of things, you know? I mean, if he didn't pass, maybe the next album would have been him solo, back on his, you know, barking and screaming and, you know? Well, I know um, the other day, uh, I think that the day the, the album dropped, on the 28th, uh, Swiss was doing a few interviews, and he had mentioned the fact that um, that he was about to make another run at it with this album, and it all started from the verses. Yeah. And that he couldn't get him to do the verses. It took him a minute to get him to do the verses. He didn't want to do the verses. Oh, he, right. Yeah, he said, so he said DMX was a battle rapper. He's like, whoever you put up there, I'm going to body him. He's like, I don't care. I'm going to do him dirty. I'm going to do him dirty. <laughs> I, I'm going to put him, I'm going to do some work. He's like, whoever you put up there. So he never wanted to do it. And then, um, that would change his mind. But he came to, to Swiss and was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Who are you going to put me up against? And he said, he's going to put him against Snoop. He's like, that's perfect. So from that, from that uh, versus that, I don't know. I think we all watched it. Yeah, I know I watched it. From that versus, it lit his fire. He wanted to get back in there, so he started. He said that um, it wasn't too far after that that the album was pretty much written and done, and that that DMX wanted this album to come out sooner, but he kept holding it. I forgot why he held it. He did say why he held it, but, but I forgot. But um, he uh, he was gonna make a run at it. The album was done, and he was taking a break. He was about to go and start the physical portion of it because he was gonna go back on tour. So they're gonna he he was going home, taking a break, and then he was gonna come back and he's gonna start and working gonna out and all to that. drop drop weight, get in shape, so he can hit the tour and then and go go start touring. And then, Damn. Uh, yeah. That happened. They say, and they never said what happened, all right? They say it was a heart attack, right? But that, that was it. Yeah, I still have not heard anything about that. Just yeah. a heart it's crazy, attack. Man. So it's crazy. I mean, I don't. I really don't think it was a kind of like a drug overdose. But again, I wasn't there, so I don't know. But yeah. I mean, I think he, you know, he loved people and he loved music too much at this point in his life and seeing what he's done. I mean, you hear it in the lyrics to that one song, to Letter to His Son, about yeah. the use of drugs. I hope that I taught you from my use of drugs something about yeah, to not, not use the use drugs. The drugs. Yeah. Well, me and uh, I could talk just, about that too. Like, like when you grow up, um, seeing like your parent being either an abuser of drugs or alcohol, like it could go one of two ways: either you follow in their footsteps or you break the cycle. Nine out of ten times, you just follow in their footsteps. You know what I mean? It takes a real strong person to break that cycle. But that one time out of the ten of that person that breaks the cycle, that person almost always ends up going on to do great things because yeah. of the fact that, like, it takes a very strong type of person men mentally to be able to see that and be like, I I'm not going down that route. And to change the way they do things, to not go down that route to the point where that carries over into other aspects of your life. Like we talk about it all the time about how if you just focus your mindset on doing the right things, like everything in your life will take care of itself. So if with someone that has that mindset to be like, this is not the route I'm going. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to focus on getting my, my act together and live my life right. It kind of just propels you into doing 
great things down the road. You like CM Punk was the same way. He watched his dad, you know, drunk with alcohol and throwing up and doing all this stuff. And he refused to be like that. And he became transcended to be one of the, you know, a great wrestler because of the fact that his mindset was so, you know, stuck on, I'm not going down that road. I'm not doing these mistakes. I'm not making these decisions. You know what I mean? And that's what leads people to be great is having that mindset to be focused, yeah. to stay on a path and to stay away from shit. Well, in this instance, what, what I think will help is, you know, even though he had his struggles, it wasn't like he just succumbed to them. Like he, he fought them tooth and nail as hard as he could. You know what I mean, so even as being one of his kids, you can see, all right, well, I saw what dad did, but he never just gave up to him. He was always constantly fighting. Like he didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, yeah, he did it, but it's not like he did it in a sense that you could even look at it and be like, yeah, you know what? That's just the way life is. You saw like, all right, I see what he's dealing with, but he knows not life's not like that because he's fighting it. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that he was still trying to fight it will give that a different impression than, you know, somebody who just constantly getting messed up on drugs or alcohol, you know, for the kids' sake anyway. I, in my opinion, you know, I think, like, if he was just getting messed up and, and, and that was it, then it's easy for, you know, for that, that other route for a kid to be like, well, this is just how life is. This is how my family is. I just got to, you know, succumb to it. Whereas if you see a, a parent that's dealing with this but actively fighting, then it gives you that second narrative, like, all right, I, I see what's going on, but they know that's not life, so I got to make sure that I don't, I don't fall into that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, you know, and that's a hard thing to watch, man. To watch somebody know that what they're doing and what they're dealing with is not the way, and then fighting it, and then like losing that battle. Like I've seen that quite a few times in my lifetime. Of I've had friends dealing with these kind of things, dealing with these demons. And not wanting to succumb to them and is losing the battle because it's not it's not an easy battle. Like it's yeah, not man, something it's not. that you that's easy, you know. And, and I I've been, I'm not gonna put anybody out there, you know. And I, and I, I know this person 100 percent is listening to this, but I had a friend that was going down that route and was having problems, and everybody was kind of just ignoring it and taking it for what it is. And I I stepped in. I was like, I'm not. I'm not about that. You know what I mean? Like I, I've done it before in the past with other people where I, I've, I've seen them doing stuff that I know hurt themselves and I cared about them. And I went to the family. I'm like, yo, this was going on. And at the time they get upset at you for doing that and making that, you know, but now you fast forward years later, the people that I have done that to are all, you know, like they, they, they're doing well. The ones that are still here are doing better. And they, they're appreciative of the fact that, I quote unquote betrayed them by, you know, getting the family involved and pushing these other stuff into play and stuff like that, you know, and it's, it's not, it's, re it's really hard to sit there and to watch someone you get, you, you love go through these, like, it, it, it's like, I, I don't want to like downplay anything about, you know, people like being like alcoholics and having to deal with it, like on a regular basis, like how some people that I know, or even how we deal with alcohol in our family growing up, Mikey. You know what I mean? Like, dealing with it at, like, that, like, kind of, like, a lower level. But, like, when you see someone just extremely self-destructive, like, going to work and just, like, flumped over and just, like, it, it's just a complete mess. And it's, like, it's, it's really hard to watch that, especially when there's someone that you know, like, yo, that's, like, when they're not like this, they're a completely different person. You know what I mean? They're, they're full of life. They're energetic. They're loving life. You know, they got a heart. You know what I mean? But it's just, like... You, they, they. It is it's just a rough. It's a rough thing to deal with. It's, it's not easy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like people say it's a disease. You know what I mean? It, that's why, like, we talked about that one. It was a basketball player, Mike. That the yeah, wife yeah, was like, "I'm not uh, leaving him." Yeah, Chris Heron. He has a thirty for thirty. It's really good. If you haven't seen him, one you should look it up. It's, it's the, I forget what it's called, but it's Chris Heron. He was a basketball player, um, around the time with like Nick Van yeah, he played with Nick Van Exel, Spreewell, a couple of them cats. Real good ball player, but he ended up, you know, getting doped up on heroin. But he ended up turning his life around. But and but through it all, his wife never, never left him. And they actually talked to her through the thirty for thirty, and they were like, "Why did you stick around so long? Like, why, why did you never leave?" And she was like, "If he had cancer, would I leave him?" She's like, this is a sickness that's killing him just like yeah. any other sickness is. She's like, why would I turn my back on him? He needed me. And I was like, wow, that's big. Like, and that, that's a strong woman to be able to say that and stick through. Like, you see some of the stories that he says in that in that, that show. And it's like, uh, 
probably 99% of the other women that he could have got together with would have left him way, way, way before. Yeah, because but she stuck to him, man. And now he, he's a great dude. He, he goes to, I mean, last time I looked up, I look him up every now and then. I always want to see to make sure he's still on the, on the up and up, you know, because his story kind of touched me in a way. I don't know, because he was a ball player or what the case was. Maybe it was the kids. I don't know. But his story touched me. So every now and then I look it up. But now he actually goes and talks at high schools. He has his own facility where he, like, brings kids and helps them. Because his last, he has two 30 for 30s, actually. And his last one shows him talking to the high schoolers. And the reason he decided to go that route was because he used to always talk to the people in the rehab. And he decided, like, you know what? Like, in rehab, they on, you know, they're, they're at the bottom. He's like, I want to get them before they get there. So he went to the high school. And he's like, you know, you thinking that you go to a party and you just drinking, having fun with your peoples, and it's all good. He goes, but you don't realize. He goes, that's day one of your addiction. He goes, and this is going to, and then he shows them, like, this is where I started. You know, drinking out of a solo cup at a party because I thought it was cool. And so he tried, he, he wants to now hit it before it gets to that point and hopefully change some lives. And and you watch the second one, and it's tough, man, because you actually see, like, him talking, and they span out to, now, mind you, this is high school, bro. This is, like, you know, freshman, junior, sophomore, whatever, seniors. And there's literally kids, like, breaking down in tears in the stands. And you're like, damn. Like, they, you know what I mean? To, to see this man talking and to break down the way some of them are breaking down, you know they're dealing with it. Yeah. And that, that's hard to see, man. As a parent myself, that's re- like, that breaks my heart, man. And, that, and that's all the, I was going to touch on. Like, we were talking about his wife not leaving and sticking by him. And I understand that and I get it. But also, like, the 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 trauma that that puts on the family, on you know, because you know, it's, 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 a, it's a real, like, tough line to balance whether to walk away from somebody because of how they are or to stick by their side. I mean, because, I mean, I said a lot of times in the past, like, I'm real quick to, like, cut somebody out of my life for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I feel like it's not, you know, whatever, like, if it's not if it's not a healthy relationship or whatever, I'm, or just, like, whatever, I'm done with them. You know, so it, it, it's, it's a real tricky situation to decide, like, damn, is this something that I want to, do I want to go down this road with them and fight this fight with them because it's going to be a messy one, or do I just want to, like, you know, walk away and save myself and save the other people that are involved. It, it's a, it's a hard decision, and it's yeah. really hard when it's somebody that you that you give a shit about, you love about. It's not it's not easy, man. It's definitely not easy. Yeah, shit's rough, bro. Shit's rough. Having demons like that is is, uh, is rough, man. It's not a it's not obviously it starts out as a, as a good time and um, it gets ugly real quick. It no longer becomes about fun anymore. <clears throat> That's why it's so important, man. And and I say this time and time again. And there's a lot of things that I read and that I, I listen to. And it all says it, man, like you need to have a good group of people around you, you know, to, to hold you up, to build you up, to hold you accountable when you're doing something you know you shouldn't be doing. You, you, you need people that you trust, that they could go up to you and tell you, like, you know, I feel like like at this point, even though I haven't known him that long, I feel like me and Joe are like that. You know, like we have our issues. He may say something that might irk me. I might say something that irks him, but we always keep going back to you because now we have that that trust that, you know, we could say something to each other and be honest and maybe piss somebody off. You know, like you said, you know, the fact that, that you went and told somebody's family what was going on, you know, it's, it's the same concept. Like I was reading this one book about uh, parenting, you know, it was about parenting daughters. And in, in the book, it, it made a point to say that, like, sometimes, you know, when, when, when your kids fight back at you or whatever, and you guys get into a spat and a fight and you lock them down. Like in the moment, it seems like, you know, you're the worst person in the world. Like you said, when you told these, you know, that person's family, he probably thought, oh, this guy's a, you know, a piece of shit. I don't believe he did that to me. But once the dust settles, they're like, damn, that person loved me that much to go through that for me. And that could change somebody's life. You know, that that could ultimately change and it, and it a kid's did. life, a person's life. And you know, and sometimes that's what we got to realize, man. Sometimes we got to think about that. Like when you said, when you're sitting down and you're having that thought, like, you know, should I just walk away from this? That's what you got to realize. Like, do I love this person? Because if I do, then I can't walk away from this. Yeah. It's rough stuff, man. Rough stuff. Man. No, it def- we, definitely is a hard I thought we just didn't have a funny conversation today. And uh, it's, this thing works off real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah man. I mean, you know, so you be there. It happens. It's important, man. I mean, it's it's sad. Mental illness is a real thing, and it's it's sad. And yeah, 
Unfortunately, it happens. Unfortunately, you can't control it. Yeah, no, sometimes you can't, man. We'll switch up a little bit. Uh, anybody got any plans for this Memorial Weekend? This crazy-ass, ugly, gloomy, Rainy cold. Memorial Weekend. We cooking uh, tomorrow, just... supposedly, just for the regular, you know, for my family here, my sister and my mother. Just keep it real small still. Yeah, we were it? talking about, about earlier about the whole... Uh, I, I didn't... I, I mean, I guess hearing about it, I mean, when we talked about it, it kind of sounded... They have... I didn't know there was, like, three days for the, like, so... Like, the... All right, let me let me let me stop and focus for a minute. I didn't even know that there was an armed forces day. Like, you know what I mean? Like we were talking about like how everyone celebrates Memorial Day, right? But like nobody really because we get the day off. But like nobody really celebrates I mean people some people do, but most just kind of celebrate Memorial Day weekend as the first three day weekend right before the summer pops off. Yeah, like, like that's the start what, of summer. Oh, for what it's for. You well, mean? what is like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, but but nobody really un, like celebrates the fact that or the fact that Memorial Weekend is for to the soldiers that never made it back home. You know what I mean? And then that's when I would look I, we had looked up online and I saw that there was an Armed Forces Day, a Veterans Day which we know of, and then Memorial Day. And the Armed Forces Day is for soldiers now currently wearing the uniforms. Veteran days are for soldiers that retired and hung up their uniforms, and Memorial Day is for the soldiers that never got to take their uniforms off. You know, and a lot of people don't really, you know, unless you have family in the military or you've been in the military yourself, like those are the only people that actually, you know, take it for what it is. You know what I mean? They, I mean, obviously, you see on Facebook and all that stuff, you know, people just, you know, post the stuff up and it, 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 it does, you know, it's nice to see people like, you know, remember, you know, the soldiers and stuff like that, but to everybody, to more more than not, to most people, it's just the start of the summer. That's when Memorial Day weekend yeah. is. It's like it's more than just the start of the summer. You're like we partying because somebody is missing the party right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Somebody like, gave the ultimate sacrifice, and that's why we got off. Not because it, it, it's the summer's coming and we about to pop off. I always think, I, not that I always think about. I, I think about often when we were kids and the one Memorial Day, we had went down to the, like the shore and we were watching the parade with my pops and they, they and uh, they were like on a motorcycle. I, I, I don't know. It, it's not like any crazy story. I, it's just something I remember. I used to remember, I could vividly, like when I think about it, see like the boardwalk and the, the parade on the boardwalk and being there with my pops and Mikey being young. And it's one of those fond memories I have as a kid. And every time I hear, the uh, my chemical romance for some reason that oh, parade, black parade yeah for some reason that parade pops into my head every time i hear that song i mean it's not that they're related or anything i guess i'm i don't know but yeah it's one of, it's one of those memories that i think about every now and then and it kind of just makes me smile you know i got one like that with the puerto rican parade in the city when i was i think maybe like eight or nine going there watching crazy ass parade these crazy people, hot, good food all over the place. And I had a little, uh, a little coqui, uh puppet. And then when you squeeze them out, it's like, coqui, coqui. And I was sitting on top of my, <laughs> I think my uncle's shoulders. And was, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how that, that, that parade just, just gets every year, gets, gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. To like now it's like I remember like you said guys you were young it was like I would it was a, never go it was a wild yeah right I like right now the way it is now I would never would ever never take my daughter after and they wife started with the, the yeah when the the girls got raped or whatever after that that happened like yeah even before would, that it was crazy but when that happened I was like yeah be good it's the same man because you have all these parades that are meant to like highlight these different cultures and show off celebrate. these different cultures to celebrate. And, you know, and it's not just that one. It seems like almost all the parades they have now, there's always some dumb shit. It's like, we're supposed to be yeah. celebrating the culture, not being assholes showing the negative side of the culture. Yeah. You know, it's a shame, man. It that's is bad parenting. Yeah. That's what it boils down to, that's man. That's that, that home it life. Comes down to. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. If you yesterday. think about it, if you think about it, right, our parents raised us in a certain way. And there was things we didn't like about it. So we said when we had kids that we was not going to do it like that. We was going to kind of follow it, but we was going to change it a little bit, right? That was us using common sense. And, I mean, we might get, I might get some flack for this one, but, you know, the generations to come after didn't really use a lot of common sense like that. And they having kids, 
And they not really raising their kids the way we was raising their kids or we was raised as kids. Yeah. And I they think let that's... In, they letting social media <laughs> and electronic devices raise their kids. And, and I'm kind of curious, too. their like, opinions on stuff. How much of the fact of, like, the, the whole... Um, how do you say, like, the whole dynamic change? You know what I mean? Like, growing up, those parades were something we did as a family. You know what I mean? And then I, I think as the years changed, it became less of a family thing and more of like a hangout thing where, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, more so of a party, a youth I don't thing. know how much of that, yeah, I don't know how much of that plays into it, you know, it was like, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I mean, I don't have stats and numbers on it, but yeah. I, 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 in my head, I would think that's how, that's what it is because, you know, you go, like you said, you have memories of going there with your family and as it got wilder and wilder, more and more families were like, all right, we can't, we can't go there. That shit crazy. That shit popping off over there. And the more families got taken out of it, the more the others, you know, all this shit got involved, the other people, and, you know. That's what it boils down to, man. You know, we, we, we say that almost all the time. You got to take care of home first. You got to rebuild that family unit, and that's what's going to change the world, man. But you got a lot of families being brought up, you know, missing one or the other parent. You know, you got some of them have no parent, you know, and they're raised by an aunt or an uncle. It's like it's just the family unit just ain't there. A lot of times the family unit ain't there. Like I was saying, I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and the guy was talking about how he ended up becoming like a youth pastor. And he had, I forget, it was something like 100 kids under his, his thing. It was all kids from, from juvenile um, probation and stuff like that. The juvenile facility was working with the parents. He was working with the kids. After about a year or so, he started seeing progress in the kids. And he's like, you know, I want to start meeting the parents. He said he set up and went to three of their houses. And he said he couldn't do it no more because it was breaking them down. He said he walked into one house. The mother was sitting on the couch with a needle in her arm. He's like, Ooh. and that's when I started seeing, like, these aren't bad kids. There were kids who were brought up in these broken homes. He's like, yeah, you know, they, they were talking about how the kids were cursing. And he would bring people with him. To like, you know, be with them and show them different adults. And the adults would be like, oh, you know, you can't talk like that. Then you use those words. He's like, listen, you're looking at the words. He goes, you got to look at where the words come. That's from a broken heart. Like I've seen where some of these kids live. And, and that's what it is. You know, you got these broken homes and they're not affirming their kids. They're not, you know, showing their kids the, the proper way. They're not. And then just it, it's a snowball effect, you know, because then, then when they have kids, they. You know, they like like we said earlier, they could go one or two ways. Either say, well, this is the way life is supposed to be or no, I want better, you know. But unless they have that example of what better could be, they're going to follow the other way, man. And they're going to be like, well, this is just the way life is. I think we need to wrap this up before we get into topic number 47, because yeah. all over the place today. <laughs> Shots, conspiracy theories, DMX. <laughs> Parenting, the Puerto Rican Day Parade, soldiers, everything. I like when they go like that, though. I like when they go like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good, good conversation yeah. to start. And, the and week you know off what, with, I, man? I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, this, this, we made it a podcast, but realistically, this was just, just you know, us getting together, trying to figure shit out, trying to talk, and it just like we always do, like anything else. Yeah, it, it just we we started sharing it, and it just became something that uh, you know people actually enjoyed, and as long as people enjoy it, and as long as we enjoy doing it, we gonna keep doing it. You know, so and we don't always agree, but I want to let you guys both know I love you both. So I love you, you guys too, man. I smart, love you too, smart to add that, man. I know we had a couple of shows where we got a little hot, but at the end of the day, I, I love you both. And uh, I, I enjoy having these talks every Sunday morning, man. Yeah, definitely. The jury's still out for me, but yeah, you know that's the sign of, of the fact that like you really do care. Because I mean, me and Mikey had you know a couple of heated discussions. Me and Juan had a couple of discussions where we you know it was like, oh, what are you talking about? You know, like you know, but we it's yeah. never gotten to the point where it's gotten crazy. It's always been like like you know a little a little bit of. Uh, extra emotion put in there a little extra sasson in the conversation but at the end of the day you know it's all love and we you know and we we understand that like mikey said you you need to have that people around you to keep yeah. it real to be honest that's and that's why respect. we continue to stick around each other you know what i mean because me and juan i mean I, it's not like we grew up together as kids i mean i met juan working next to him and here we are what almost 15 20 Shit. years later maybe 15 years 16 years later bro because i was a oh five right no yeah yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was 05. 05, you know? Yeah, yeah man. So, it's, you know, it's, it's good, man. It's, uh, I met this guy smashing a radio in the shop. I was like, yeah, I got to get to know this guy. 
Some things ain't <laughs> changed. Kind of huh? guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up. I gotta go to the to the men's room. Yeah. So, uh, like I say every week, man. You know, uh, most important thing you give anybody your time, and I appreciate everybody that gave their time to sit down here and listen to us uh, talk about a hundred and one different topics. And uh, don't forget, we're enjoying this three-day weekend because uh, somebody gave their life for us to do it. So, you know, take a second before you eat that burger and, you know, think about that. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Peace. Peace. Smash that stop button, sunshine. <laughs>